Welcome to The Mind Podium, where we talk about all things mental health. I'm your host, Piyali. Having lived with clinical depression and anxiety for over 23 years, I aim to reduce the shame, stigma, ignorance and apathy around mental illness, raise awareness around mental health and through meaningful, open conversations, give hope to those who are struggling. My guest today is Shraddha Mishra. Shraddha is a marketing and communication professional who has lived with post-traumatic stress disorder since she was just seven years old. She's here to talk to us about what living with post-traumatic stress disorder is like. Shraddha, welcome to the Mind Podium. Uh, For the uninitiated people that don't know, um, how would you define post-trauma stress disorder? How is it different from any other mental illness And what are the classic symptoms of this disease? PTSD is something uh, you don't realize you have. And uh, when we say normal stress, right? Normal stress can be something like, say like you're not performing well, or maybe uh, you're stuck in a traffic or petty things. Those we recognize as stress. When PTSD happens, it always reminds you of the trauma you had. I remember, uh, I would not like to disclose the incident, but I would do, uh, share how my patterns became, how I started be- becoming as a person after that trauma. All the time I used to just think about it. Even though I am working, I am not focused. Not as in like my focus has gone completely, but when we say that, that you excel at what you do. So that attitude uh, got lowered down a lot because half of my mind was just there morning when i'm saying morning it's morning is one thing that you keep on doing uh, all the time i remember my pattern was uh, even though i'm eating even though i'm chilling with friends there is something in my sub- in my subconscious is reminding me of the incident why this happened and that regret that increases if in case you know you blame yourself for some incident okay and Shraddha, in your case, the disease reared its ugly head when you were just seven years old, right? And ever since you have sort of lived with it, what triggered it and how have you coped with the disease for so long? Financial issues, there were, I had disbalanced family. Now, I would not consider that situation to be called as disbalanced because it has become a part of life. People, more and more people are uh, choosing to be a single parent in today's time. But yeah, back then, it was still uh, like, uh, yeah, the family, according to the family chart, taught to us, right? That's your dad, that's your mom, grandparents, siblings. Yeah, according to that, it was a unbalanced family, I would like to say. So financial issues were there. My mom was not much educated, but uh, she did her best with whatever she learned in her, uh, uh, you know, academic career. So triggered, there are there were multiple uh, reasons that triggered uh, people most more than anything. I am also a chubby person. And uh, I have been so, I guess, uh, since class six, seven, 
and that is another one interesting thing uh, when i when i faced ptsd i become became very comfortable with uh, binge eating i started feeling that comfort that i would like to say that binge eating became my uh, my, my my hobby my interest because that is also uh, there is also reports or theories that uh, describe about stress eating that elaborate that when you are on stress you you just eat so i am uh, one of that kind and uh, there there were many trigger points right from you know unhealthy uh, situations at home to when i uh, entered college to my uh, relationship then after that office trauma you know when i joined my first workplace people there their behavior so office toxicity is that is why more and more people are talking about uh, mental wellness at workplaces so yeah i, I mean a uh, trigger points can be uh, many thing like it, it there is no one thing you know like ptsd is very personal experience right uh, and i feel the only solution so this is trusting your guts you know who you are what you are what you can do what you are capable of doing just do that i remember when i was in class 11th i i failed class 11th and uh, the only reason was i i was dealing with a lot of things and that is why in today's time people do suggest right that there is more and more need to have child counts because you don't know what is going in the mind of your uh, children and in your case you never really went the traditional route of consulting a psychiatrist and being on medication despite the fact that medications are available for ptsd and in fact the four medicines that are prescribed for ptsd are the same as what is given to uh, depression patients right uh why did you decide to not be on medication and would you recommend this unconventional mode of treatment to others i was in class 11th i failed class 11th and my aunt and some of my relatives told me that get her married uh she cannot stand on herself and uh, uh, yeah that uh, that can be the best for her if you get her she is okay looking even though she is fat but okay there will be some guy who will there will be some guy who will marry her that was the thought and that hit me and i was like okay i am not blaming them or my situation what i am in i am gonna come out of it and that was the day i i realized that okay whatever it is it's my thought that has taken over everything and uh, bounding me actually one more thing i want to add is pain is kind of a pleasure to many people and that is why they they, they remain in that uh, environment i wasn't aware that i whatever this trauma is uh, it it's a uh, ptsd uh, only when um, i go, and i didn't realize that it can return okay i when in, in my college when i got to know that okay uh, post ptsd can happen and i connected the dots maybe uh, that was the reason i i i, I had a very uh, not very but little dark kind of uh, childhood and adulthood but even though uh, we'll have to realize overall that it's not on one situation that uh, you can teach yourself or you can um, aware yourself okay yeah this is my ptsd uh, happening you have to make it for each and every situation like uh, when in, in when in my first relationship i was it was a very abusive relationship and i didn't realize and i had a hope okay maybe i lacked a person whom i can speak my heart to because my mom always played a role of a dad 
feeding us, getting us all the requirement things required. Actually, there are a lot of narratives that that needs to change in our society uh, because these uh, old school narratives give birth to a lot of uh, expectations. I mean, uh, uh, having an expectation that your dad will do things for you or will pamper you is one major reason why people have daddy issues in today's time. And uh, when they do not get for like in my case, say like my dad and mom got separated. And when I see my other, uh, my sibling, uh, her dad expired a couple of years back. Uh, I can, I see the younger one is having daddy issues uh, because she is thinking that if my, if there would have been my dad, uh, things would, life would have been easier. But that's now how it is. If the challenge is there in your way, if it is destined, you will have to face regardless of any situation. Because I know people who have a full balanced family, but they still have problems. Right. Uh, you, you talked about a very important point, which is, you know, abuse. And in, in the India context, uh, abuse is considered one of the biggest triggers of PTSD. And it is bigger than man-made accidents or, you know, uh, all of those kind of triggers, right? This proves that personal events are a lot more traumatic than, let's say, general events such as floods or natural disasters, etc. What are your views on this? Right, because um, because uh, when uh, when someone hits you, they do not hit you uh, on your body; they hit you in your heart. Like I said, I had an abusive relationship uh, when I was twenty-one, um, and. I could not understand how to react at that moment. Uh, but uh, somewhere, uh, I mean, uh, it was it was so hard for me to uh, process that, that uh, uh, I could not stay with him. I could not stay. And it, was, it did not happen overnight. After that incident, uh, for say like four or five months, I was with him. The love, I guess, uh, started... Uh, you know, the downdraft started of that love, concern, care, whatever I had for that man. Um, in case of my tutor who molested us for years, me and my sister, and uh, who, uh, like, I, whenever I see him, something, it used to happen. Now I have made peace with it that, okay, uh, uh, okay, I, I, you know, I, Maybe I believe in karma. Maybe I believe that that's not my job to get triggered every time I see him because my mental peace is in my hand. It's not. It's, it's not in anybody's hand. If someone has done, if my heart says, if someone has done wrong to me, uh, I will be aware of that fact and I will never. I will. I might will forgive him because unless I forgive him, my heart will keep on getting triggered. But. If my mind also says that, okay, Shada, uh, that person deserves a lesson, right? I'll just leave it on destiny. I'm like, because that's not in my hand. What was in my hand to get out of it? I have already done that. I do not let that person enter my life, my decisions, my, 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 my thoughts. That was in my control and I did that. So uh, are these realizations something you started getting after you went to therapy? Did you at all consider taking therapy 
No, I I didn't take uh, any therapy. Um, honestly speaking, uh, my expenses have always been more than what I earn because uh, from the time I started earning, I gave I gave a backseat to my mom saying that okay, I'll look after you, mom, grandmom. So my expenses have always been more than my uh, earnings, uh, which is getting better day after day. But uh, uh, but yeah, therapy. Uh, as you say, right? Therapy uh, means that uh, you are uh, spending one third of uh, your uh, earnings after it. But yeah, I am grateful that I have uh, a sister, and I have sisters actually, my siblings also who had a similar kind of uh, situation, and we talk a lot. We spoke uh, about uh, many things. Uh, especially when something is bothering us because we know we do not have anyone else to hear out and if it stays in mind it's gonna it's gonna just get bigger and bigger so yeah like if anything even there is a smallest uh, thing that is bothering me to the biggest thing that has happened to me in a day i just uh, shared with my sister not with mom because we have not been that close uh, since my childhood but yes great um you know uh, shraddha ptsd is the second most common mental disorder after depression right? right and yet awareness around it is extremely scarce why do you think that's the case and is it because most people hesitate to talk about the trauma that they have gone through either for fear of being judged or for the fear of being triggered is that the reason why awareness around ptsd is so less right so um pyali when you reached out to me I I I uh, and uh, I was overwhelmed with uh, with uh, trigger. Like I was thinking that okay, if I talk about certain incidents, then uh, um, how would I I feel from inside? Even though I am so vocal about my PTSD, I am vocal about talking about my experiences and uh, maybe advising also uh, 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 from what I have seen and gone through. But still, I was little. Um, something inside of me said okay uh, am i ready so yes i think all the three factors are uh, equally uh, have the same uh, proportion uh, when it comes for people to discuss it because they think that why to discuss something which is dark why to discuss something which will not lighten people's mood but only when you talk about real issues only when you talk about how you're feeling from inside you get closer to people ptsd is actually one of the few mental health disorders where a lot of external adverse factors such as war natural disasters famine or even a pandemic becomes the cause of the disease right um is that what makes ptsd so much more difficult to understand and diagnose do you think that there is a tendency for people to take ptsd lightly and not pay it the kind of attention that anxiety depression bipolar disorder or schizophrenia gets i guess um, i guess people do not understand uh, when what they are stressed about uh, as i uh, mentioned before that people moan on uh, misery or maybe um, uh, pe- they they are somewhere like 
they keep on uh, going on the same road uh, yeah um, th- there is a tendency uh, of people uh, taking it uh, light or not considering it or not realizing they are uh, uh, stressing about the same thing when my grandfather expired in 2020 um, even though we all were together but uh, still um, there was something inside of us which wasn't happy uh, my performance and one major thing that i have seen in me that when i am having ptsd my performance uh, in life in uh, work wise just gets lower i wouldn't say i'm a workaholic but i am someone um, who loves whatever she is involving because i always listen to my heart when it comes to work or else uh, i i will i will not have my interest so yeah even though i was at doing something which i loved the most at that time still i i i could uh, figure a downfall and that was simply the reason because i was not happy from inside for uh, from and i was mourning about uh, my grandfather's death all of a sudden so okay. yes yes uh, uh, people are not aware uh, they think that uh, crying about something and uh, crying about uh, the trauma they had uh, releases the pain but no it just holds you with uh, that bad incident you had right right and finally you know uh, shraddha people like oprah winfrey mick jagger alanis morissette lady gaga they've all you know gone through some amount of trauma and have battled ptsd right and yet they are all extraordinarily successful people and that's a great I'll positive message for for all those suffering from ptsd isn't it um how does one lead a successful fruitful and normal life despite the illness uh i think uh, work in progress is something that uh, i personally have uh, uh you know a set in my mind like if i am uh, stressing about something uh in general also and if i am if something triggers me uh from the past uh so i just i just think that why i mean why it has happened you have been there you have tried for it and uh, you have to focus on the present i mean focusing on the present should be uh, the mantra and i guess all the people who have survived and uh, coping with uh, ptsd are doing so fantastic we'll move on to the next set of questions uh, complete the sentence mental illness is is a deadly disease all right is deadly all right uh, what is the one thing you should not say to someone fighting a mental illness why are you stressed right your <laughs> recipe your recipe for self care idgaf about anything <laughs> right uh, a message to those that are suffering from a mental illness um everything will be all right and you just imagine yourself that how you were when you were uh, a kid uh, and there is no uh, there is no goal 
that you have to achieve and uh, because we all are in a journey of life of figuring out life and uh, if you are stressing about maybe what you are going to your quarter results are going to be or maybe if you are your life is uh, not in a line uh, because your partner left or any kind of stress just have hope and faith that things will be all right and sort the out the things that you are living in currently if you are having 24 hours just think of 24 hours don't think about the next day or day after not in terms of finances of course plan your finances i think that's <laughs> a great message and uh, on that note thank you so much rata for making time for this i'm really grateful for thank you to have made time for this and you know um coming on to the show thank you so much and i hope you have a great uh, evening ahead thank you piali and i i really feel um it's a, it is a, it was a great opportunity that uh, i could uh, share my thoughts with people thank you time for a mental health did you know did you know that ptsd was declared to be a disorder over 100 years ago in 1915 after the first world war however not much has been done to discover a test for ptsd even in these 100 years now scientists in israel have identified a way to diagnose ptsd through saliva samples that brings us to the end of this episode of the mind podium if you found this conversation thought provoking please do subscribe to the mind podium and click on the bell icon also share it with your family and friends together we can normalize conversations around mental health catch you soon Thank you.